Blog Talk Radio. Franchise interviews from Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews, an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now, welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 16 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs of all one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show. Well, we're meeting with Chad Harrison, the Franchise Development Representative for at Authority Brands, and Michael Hutchins, Franchise Development Manager at Authority Brands. And Authority Brands is headquartered in Columbia, Maryland, and is the parent company of several leading home service companies. Combined, these brands have over 1,900 locations throughout the United States and the world. And we're going to talk to Chad and Michael about that in just a moment on Franchise Interviews. So stick around because we have a great show. Franchise Teacher. Would you like to know how to franchise your concept or grow your franchise business? Meet the experts at Franchise Teacher. The goal of Franchise Teacher is to teach, coach, consult, and advise. The team of experts at Franchise Teacher will evaluate your business model and present you with a winning business strategy. Franchise Teacher will help you decide whether or not your concept works and if it's franchisable. Franchise Teacher is proud to have over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Franchise Teacher are developers of over a dozen franchise systems which include brick and mortar as well as home-based concepts of nearly 3,000 combined franchise locations. Whether you need to add more units or get more customers, Franchise Teacher can help. We will teach. Franchise Teacher will help you learn our proven system. Coach. Franchise Teacher will help you provide a game plan to succeed. Consult. Franchise Teacher will make sure you stay on track. And advise. Franchise Teacher will help you learn from our over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Take advantage of our free no-obligation phone consultation. Simply go to FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. That's FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews, from Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Hi, 
Hi everyone and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews. We're for over 16 years now. We've been asking the entrepreneurs a long one. I'm your host Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews and as we were saying earlier, we have a great show today. We're meeting with Chad Harrison, Franchise Development Representative at Authority Brands and Michael Hutchins, Franchise Development Manager. And Authority Brands is headquartered in Columbia, Maryland and is the parent company of several leading home service companies and combined these brands have over 1,900 locations throughout the United States and the world. Hi, Chad. Hi, Michael. How are you guys? Welcome to the show. Good morning. How are you today? Good. I'm doing well. It's great to have both you gentlemen on the show. So I was really excited when I had, had this opportunity to interview both you gentlemen. You wouldn't know we've been hosting this show now 16 years, and over that time, I've had a lot of the brands on the show. I've had ASP, uh, let's see, Monster Tree Service, Screenmobile, Mosquito Squad. Uh, it was a whole bunch of junk luggers. So, so I'm certainly familiar, uh, you know, with with a lot of the brands. Chad, maybe you know, I'll start with you. How how did you get involved in franchising, and what led you to Authority Brands? I was actually in restaurant management on a sales mm-hmm. side for for some time, maybe about 15 years. Wow. And prior to that, as after COVID, you know, you, everyone began to kind of, uh, you know, begin to think about, rethink the whole situation as far mm-hmm. as you know, where you're working and so forth, right. especially in the restaurant business. And yeah. so started looking around. I came across authority brands and franchising and, and had no idea how big the industry is um, mm-hmm. from my from my uh, perspective it was you know some of the the standard franchises you see you know going down the road every so often some of the fast right. foods and so forth but right. it is huge and uh, so I began to get in with the authority brands as as this representative position with Michael and began to learn under him and as a mentorship and it just uh, I love the industry I love the business I've always had a an interest in connecting with other individuals, uh, you know, whether on the sales side, whether it's on franchising right. or in a restaurant. But um, that's how it started for me. Yeah, that's great, Chad. And how about yourself, Michael? I know you have a background in franchising as well, don't you? Sure, I've been franchising for you know over twenty years. Wow. I've been in several different industries, but I love franchising. Um, mm. You know, personally, I find it very rewarding. You know, playing a small part and helping people you know, achieve both their personal and financial goals. And I also, you know, uh, enjoy being part of the team, you know, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. seeing people like Chad develop uh, within the industry. I mean, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, Yeah. I think that's, no, I think that's great, Michael. You know, and you know, it's, it's interesting because I was mentioning to both you gentlemen earlier, you know, I've had a lot of the brands on the show. And I think at the time, because the show's been running so long now, at the time, many of the brands that I interviewed, I don't think they were under the umbrella of authority mm. brands. Maybe, you know, either one of you gentlemen can talk about, you know, what's the, you know, maybe what are some of the advantages of, of having this whole portfolio or family of brands when we're talking about uh, authority? Sure. Chad, do you want to take this or would you like me to answer? Sure. No, absolutely. I mean, if you have the power of authority brands, uh, you have, mm-hmm. you know, the, the opportunity for all of our candidates, whichever brand they have the initial interest in, uh, the opportunity to say, oh, maybe this brand isn't for me. I'd like to right. pivot. And I still love the home services, but maybe American Swimming Pool Company is more right. my style and something that fits more into my trade. So we're very fortunate in that sense. And also, 
specifically for one-hour heating and air, uh, you know, behind the, the power of AB Authority Brands, we put in about uh, put in about seven hundred thousand dollars into recruitment last year. So you have, wow. you know, the ability for the capital and and for the, you know, for the company to put in that assistance where you were needed um, to support and back up the uh, the brands, uh, Michael. Right. Right. No, and, you know, those are good points. And really, I mean, um, you know, we want to own the home, both inside and out. I have mm-hmm. many franchisees that go on to add an additional trade brand, another right. one of, you know, our sister brands. We've already got the customer established. Now we're just going to provide additional services to that, you know, homeowner. Chad kind of touched on, you know, the purchasing power. But, right. I mean, we're, one, we're almost $2 billion strong. It translates wow. into greater discounts on the front end, rebates uh-huh. on the back end for all of our owners, driving even greater profitability. If there's another one of our brands in a market, and then we're opening up a new one hour there, we have those customers already. It helps our owners get off to a quicker start. It's just more effective you know, marketing. So there's, there's uh-huh. numerous advantages to being part of right. uh, authority brands. We just hosted a, um, a cocktail party in Dallas. So we invited owners in the Dallas area from all of our brands to come so that oh. they could meet with one another, you know, talk about, you know, synergy, sharing customers, uh-huh. co-op marketing. Again, another benefit. And, you know, when I'm thinking of, of the history, Michael, I mean, so Authority Brands didn't start off as a family of brands. It really started off with, with one single franchise, right? And then I guess over time, I think it looks like today you're up to, is it 15, if, if I remember correctly? I'm losing track. We're adding them quick, but you're right. We're still a young company. Maybe six years ago, it was just the cleaning authority. They added right. on a few more and kind of stayed there. Then, um, you know, I mean, last year we added maybe four. This year mm-hmm. we've added several already and we're still looking for more um you know we're well funded you know with our financial partners i mean they're constantly looking you know not just for the next opportunity but i mean you know does this brand fit in to our growth strategy also you know current owners culturally is it going to be a good fit you know and things like that but um you know i know that they're 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 in discussions with several other uh you know home service companies right now as well that's terrific. And I imagine, like, I guess if you're at a franchise show, Chad and Michael, it's nice. You only have to have one booth, right, as opposed to 15 booths, you know. So, I mean, that, that's kind of nice, too. But if someone were to come up to your booth and they say, oh, Authority Brands, you know, what do you guys do or how do you, how do you describe yourself? How, how do you typically describe Authority Brands to, let's say, a prospective franchisee at a, at a franchise show? Well, I mean, we have all of our – you know, we don't, we've got obviously authority brands, you know, their, uh, mm-hmm. you know, banners. All of our brands, though, are represented. We have graphics. I mean, we don't okay. stay in one booth. It's a big, you know, right. it's a big right. company. We have, yes. you know, representatives from all of our brands there. We talk about the power of authority brands with mm-hmm. all of our prospective franchisees because it's a tremendous benefit. But, right. you know, uh, all of the brands are broken out you know, at all of these sure. events. That's great. How does, how does technology play a role when we're talking about authority brands? Um, and the question could be for Chad or, or Michael. I mean, is the technology, is it in sync with all the other brands or is it separate? Or maybe you could talk a little bit about how you use technology today. Sure. Well, we definitely, I mean, everyone's using technology. I mean, mm-hmm. the trade brands, we share the same software system, the platform. Mm-hmm. 
the other, you know, other brands have their own. You know, we're using, you know, PulseM technologies for texting right. and different, all of the brands. So we have three brands that share one software, you know, platform. Um, you know, there's a lot of common denominators between the trades. The others, they all have their own unique software system uh, that, you know, is designed for their particular industry. Right. And it's nice being part of all of the, you know, having all of these different family of brands. You know, when I think of, you know, you mentioned that industry, Michael, I mean, I guess it's safe to say you're part of of many big industries, aren't you? I guess we can, if we to just categorize mm-hmm. it under one, it would be like the service industry business. But I mean, it's safe to say it's a pretty big market, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. We, we, we classify ourselves under, you know, essential services. I mean, even, mm-hmm. you know, through right. the pandemic, our owners are up 30 plus percent year over year, you know, for several years in a row. Even prior to that, though, same store growth, you know, they were up 25 percent. This right. industry has a lot of momentum, a lot of traction. It's become particularly attractive to, to PE groups. We had one owner mm-hmm. sell out last year last summer for $108 million, still in his wow. 30s. I mean, so this, wow. you know, it's extremely scalable, but not everyone wants to, you know, take over the world. I have, right. you know, some a handful of owners that stay in, in one territory. Sure. Uh, you know, they like managing a small staff, whatever the reasons, you know, may be. But Chad, I'll start with you on this one. What's been, and then I'll go to Michael, the same question, what's been one of the most interesting things that's happened to you since being part of Authority Brands? And if you're considering, you probably have hundreds of stories, but does anything stand out kind of over the years that, that you kind of say, wow? Yeah, I have to say the um, definitely the transition of uh, the conversation I'm having with with our candidates and mm-hmm. um, and clients as they as they as we begin this discussion with them. Um, in many instances, uh, you know, outside environment, whatever's going on outside around us, um, there right. seems to be a more des- more of a desire towards and and a lot of them are putting it this way as um, diversifying their portfolio. Right. Uh, putting in an essential, as Michael said, an essential service in with their restaurants, their gas stations, and so forth. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so there, I see that diversification as as well as um, just uh, leaning in and maybe pivoting t- more towards this industry. So, right, right. On the essential side. That's mm-hmm. How about Michael? How about yourself? I mean, what what stands out over the years with Authority Brands, Michael? If you can narrow it down to to, to one thing. Ah. Uh, I mean, our people, I'll tell you, we are growing rapidly and, you know, bringing on new brands. Uh, I think one of the, the things that I've enjoyed most about authority brands is, you know, seeing, you know, uh, my team members go on, you know, we've had multiple promotions, people taking on bigger roles, more responsibilities, and just seeing, you know, people come in, learn about the franchising industry mm-hmm. and and realize that it's the vehicle for them and that they've, you know, found a happy home and a new career. Uh, you know, I yeah. I found that actually to probably be one of the most uh, rewarding parts of my, my time with Authority Brands. Speaking of franchising, what types of, you know, and, and I imagine it, it well, it, it may vary a little. Again, you can answer better than I could, but what types of characteristics you look for Chad and Michael I mean when you're meeting with a prospective franchisee that you you know that this person is probably a good match or maybe even not so good of a match for for authority brands what do do you look for what's important to you 
obviously the financial oh, capabilities. You know, right. are the, of course. You know, we need to understand mm-hmm. that. But the right. majority of the individuals that I work with are not from this industry. You know, and I support mm. both owner operator as well as semi absentee. They're entrepreneurs. They mm. like that it's an essential service. They like the high return on investment, the relatively short ramp up period. Right. So a background in this industry is not a key attribute for success. What I hone in on right away is making sure that, you know, they understand key attributes include the ability and desire to follow the system. I mean, it's already been right. successfully replicated hundreds right. of times across the country. And sure. in our business, this is about building a team, creating a culture, having your technicians align towards the same common goal. Because in order to grow, you need to add vehicles, add staff, service more mm-hmm. customers, you know, right. each and every day. So whether it's themselves, their manager, it's key to understanding that they realize uh, how to build a team mm-hmm. and, you know, and create that culture. That's yeah. key. How about you, Chad? What's, what's important to you when meeting with a prospective franchisee? What do you look for? Yeah, I said, like, you know, back to what Michael had said, too, is, is you know, again, the background, we've, we've worked with so many different uh, various uh, professionals, professionals, right. uh, whether IT specialists, um, and as Michael said, you know, attorneys, investors, entrepreneurs. And ultimately, it's, as he said, it's just following that system. Right. That's in place, that, that one-hour heating and air system that they developed, the operations, marketing, everything that it consists of, and following it like just like a GPS, and yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's the, uh, the route to success. Yeah, I like that analogy, Chad. That's a, it's interesting. I've never heard the analogy to a GPS. That's, that's it's very clever. I was it was funny. I was interest. I was interviewing, and I can't remember what it was one of the tax franchises, but I was interviewing one of their most successful franchisees, and I, I said to him, I, I said, "Well, how did you become the most successful franchisee out of?" And I think they had about like two thousand different franchisees, and he said, "All I did was was I did what they told me to do." You know, and it seems mm. so simple, doesn't it? You know, but mm-hmm. but it's so true, isn't it? Is is just I guess finding that person, like 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 you and Michael were saying, to just follow the system, follow the GPS, and and you'll get there, won't you? That's it could great. be a discipline in itself that you develop, right? In that sure. sense. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's great. How's, how's the training? Is is the training similar for for the brands? Are they are they different? Like, how does it work, Chad and Michael? I mean, do they come to corporate for for training? Maybe you could talk a little bit about that. I imagine it's changed a little bit since COVID. Uh, sure. Well, training is ongoing; it never ends. Okay. But it starts with you know initial owners training. After someone signs their agreement with us, they'll be assigned you know, roughly five, six hours of prep work, modules, okay. 15, 20 minutes each. They'll complete at their own pace. Then they will fly to Phoenix for five okay. days of initial owner's training. We call boot okay. camp. Uh, they'll have a one-hour, once-a-week call set up for their 120 days, you know, of onboarding, which is all-inclusive, right. and I call it, you know, sure start. Then sure. Uh, they will have roughly three-and-a-half days of Zoom, you know, training, initial training on the software system, and then there'll be right. follow-up training done at the location, uh, you know, when it's installed and the, and the team is recruited and trained up, et cetera. And, but mm-hmm. then, you know, they're assigned their coaches right off, uh, you know, during that onboarding. We're going to work to create a business plan, create for them, because like I said, the majority of our owners are not from this industry, you know, so we create right. a five-year budget pro forma for them, and then they're working with that team on an ongoing basis, and we marketing comes out on on site 
you know, mm-hmm. technical training comes out on site. Um, we provide ongoing support in really all four buckets, you know, operational right. buckets of running their business. So management, anything to do with their staff, it's ongoing. Marketing, right. you know, anything to do with, you know, uh, new, you know, finding new and retaining existing customers. Finance, knowing right. their numbers, it's, it's ongoing, um, you know, all the, uh, all the time. Right. No, I, I think that's important. And when I'm thinking about, you know, because the service business is different than selling, um, you know, Chad, you had experience in, in, in the restaurant industry. So it is it is different. And I'm trying to think of there's probably some similarities as far as like a typical day with all the brands. And I'm sure there's probably some differences as well. But but what are the, some of the similarities as far as like what a typical day is like to, to be under uh, or, or to be an authority brand franchisee, no matter what brand it is? Well, it depends if they're owner-operator or semi-absentee. So owner-operator, you know, they are going to be the face of the business, the dispatcher. They're going to answer the phone, see where their team is in the field via GPS, um, you know, see where the the customer resides, et cetera. Mm -hmm. They'll be the conduit to our corporate staff. Um, Right, right. You know, working with marketing you know, training, et cetera, all those things, receiving deliveries, hosting the weekly team meetings with their team. Mm-hmm. Those are really the primary functions. Then if they're semi-absentee, so and they're there Monday through Friday business hours, so it's a regular, right. you know, full-time schedule. Mm-hmm. If you're semi-absentee, your role is really going to be to reviewing daily management reports, approving budgets, um, the manager is going to take care of everything else I talked about. Our semi-absentee owners are typically putting in about 10 hours a week managing their managers. And when I have two gentlemen like yourself on the show, I mean, because both of you, you know, combined, you have so much experience in, in franchising. Chad, I'll, I'll start with you on this question. Um, you know, the majority of our listeners, we call them aspiring franchipreneurs. Most of them are new to franchising. I mean, they don't have any experience in franchising whatsoever. They, they, they're, um, they're showing an interest in, in franchising. They think of it as a, as, as a good model. But what advice would you give to our listeners then in their quest to buy a franchise, considering they're doing this for the first time? Definitely take the time to understand all the all the potential, uh, whether it be in the service industry or mm-hmm. somewhere else um, in franchising, and giving themselves enough time you know, to plan it out. It's not a rush um, right. to, to thoroughly go through each brand, understand, you know, what are the um, how do these other brands, you know, royalties? How do they mirror um, training? You know, what mm-hmm. sets other brands apart from others? Uh, but to ultimately, to take their time to, to walk through to these brands and industries, to understand them uh, thoroughly, right. to be able to make that educated decision. Yeah, I think that's, that's a great response. How, how would you add to that, Michael? I mean, what advice would you give to our listeners in their sure, quest to buy a franchise? Because there's so much out there today. No, make sure you go through the process. You have adequate mm-hmm. time for each step, reviewing the FDD. I would right. emphasize that anyone, you know, considering, um, you know, joining any franchise system, absolutely make sure you talk with existing owners. Get their mm-hmm. perspective on a day right. in a life. Right. Um, it's important, I mean, you know, yeah. to understand that. Um, so that's a key thing that I think, uh, you know, everyone should do is to is to make sure that they – they speak with, you know, several owners. Um, right, right. And just get their perspective. Yeah, I think that's that's great advice. So, if both of you gentlemen, I mean, if you could look into a crystal ball 
And, you know, I mean, you, you, whether that crystal ball is one year, three years, five years, Michael, you kind of like, like hinted that, you know, authority brands is looking for other brands under the umbrella. Um, where do you see authority brands three years, five years down the road? Um, probably double, you know, five wow. years. I don't, I'm one year, yeah. one year I've got my goal. We're already, mm-hmm. you know, we should be at a hundred percent a goal, uh, in the next, you know, 45 days. So this year, you know, we're having another record mm. year. Owners are happy. Existing owners are expanding. New people are joining our family. It's exciting times. I think authority brands in five years, our goal is to be, you know, twice the size. What's the best way? Chad or Michael, for our listeners to get more information on authority brands. Is there like one one stop shop place they can go to to get more information? Uh, sure, Chad, why don't you share our webpage with, uh, with the audience? Sure. So easiest way to see all the brands, you would have authoritybrands.com. Authoritybrands.com. And under there, you'll see all of our brands, our services that we offer. That's terrific. Well, I can't tell you how happy I am to finally get a chance to talk to you, Chad and Michael, about Authority Brands. Because, again, I've been so familiar with many of the brands that that are under that umbrella. And I I think this is really exciting. And I think you have a wonderful opportunity at Authority Brands. So it's great to talk to you today. Yeah, thank you very much. We enjoyed it as well. Thank you for the opportunity. This has been my pleasure. Thank you. You're welcome, Chad and Michael. And have a great day. And we'll be right back with more franchise interviews. Coming up in our next segment, we're going to be playing a clip from our Great Quotes and Franchising podcast right here on Franchise Interviews. Franchisers, are you looking to reach aspiring entrepreneurs looking to buy a franchise? Are you looking to reach a highly educated audience on franchising? Franchise Interviews, an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship through our website, FranchiseInterviews.com. Or you can hear and read interviews as well as get tips from some of the most successful sources in franchising. Our weekly franchise radio show where each week you get to hear a new interview with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts and attorneys, and our podcast, Great Quotes in Franchising. For more information, go to FranchiseInterviews.com or call us at 610-905-2919. That's 610-905-2919. Hi everyone, this is Marty McDermott from Franchise Interviews and welcome to another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising, where each podcast you get to hear a great quote in franchising. You know, we've been hosting Franchise Interviews many years now and you can actually hear the show in a number of different places today. You can go to, of course, FranchiseInterviews.com where we have our interviews arranged alphabetically. Um, We also have interviews arranged by category. So if you have a particular industry that you're interested in, you can go to the category of your choice and check out all the different interviews that we've done over the years. Um, Our show has been syndicated in a number of different places. Of course, you can hear our show on blogtalkradio.com. We've been working with Blog Talk Radio for many years now. And um, you can hear the live shows there, and then you can download them as an MP3. 
you can hear our shows on Stitcher.com. You can hear our interviews on, I think it's pronounced, I, I always want to call it Blueberry.com, but it's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com, which is another podcast service. Uh, you can now hear our shows on iTunes.com, and of course, you can hear our shows 24 hours a day, seven days a week, if you're a diehard fan to our show, on Live365.com. And uh, we have, over the years, over 420 shows. So if you were to listen to Live365.com for two weeks, there's a chance that you may not even hear the same show twice. So uh, that's how many shows we've recorded over the years. But today's Great Quote and Franchising podcast comes from Darren Guccione, and Darren is the CEO and co-founder of Keeper Security, Inc. And what's interesting about this podcast, we had Darren on the show as the uh, founder and the creator of Keeper, which is the world's most downloaded password manager and um, digital vault. And Darren is a real um, entrepreneur. And one of the questions that we ask on the show is, what advice would you give to an aspiring entrepreneur or franchipreneur, someone looking to buy a franchise? And that question is usually directed to someone who has been directly involved in franchising over the years. But again, Darren's uh, Darren is a real entrepreneur. His background is, is, is in accounting and business. And um, I thought his response was just as great as anything that we've heard on the show. So here we go with Darren Guccione, the CEO and co-founder of Keeper Security Inc. Amazing. It's amazing technology. In studying your background, Darren, I mean, the, I was mentioning earlier, I mean, the majority of our listeners, again, we call them aspiring franchipreneurs. You know, they want to go into their own business, and they're kind of like heading towards the franchise alternative. What advice would you give to them? Because you're, you're certainly, in studying you, certainly classified as an entrepreneur. So what advice would you give to them? Well, you know, I'm a... You know, my background is uh, engineering, technology. I'm also a CPA, and right. I've always had an admiration for franchises. Um, one of the things that I love about franchises, among other things, is that you can analyze the different franchise models that are out there, the brands, the type of businesses, and you can quickly identify which ones are successful. And typically, you know, they give you a roadmap of what you need to do to execute. You know, when you start a business without right. a franchise roadmap, you, you typically don't necessarily know where you're necessarily going to go or wind up. And yeah. so you get a greater sense of security and guidance when you can pick a franchise model that, A, you know, fits within, you know, your goals in life, your interests in life, and B, you know, provides a really sound you know, infrastructure for you to build a business with a great support system around you. Most businesses that are one-off businesses don't have that. So there's a greater sense of, you know, uncertainty out there um, when a a business owner or an entrepreneur, um, as you've outlined it, decides to, you know, pursue a franchise versus doing something completely fresh and new. I think the risk profile of doing the latter is much greater. So that's you know that's my response to that. No, it's it's fantastic advice. So any final thoughts, Darren? Fantastic interview with Darren Guccione. So I want to thank everyone for making our show such a success, and this podcast has really just taken off over the years, and uh, we got some really great new 
great quotes and franchising coming up. So uh, thanks, everyone, for listening, and we'll see you again soon with another edition of Great Quotes and Franchising from Franchise Interviews. Take care, everyone. Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.